Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to episode six of season two of the Virtual Dopeness Podcast. This is your friendly neighborhood podcast host, PJ Alex, joined once again by my co-host, all the way down in the great big ass state of Texas, Devon and Castro. What it do? Yo, yo. What's going on? What's What's good, everybody? It's good to hear from y'all, y'all niggas again. Uh, So they already know. I'm I'm kind of tired. I have been cooking up stuff all day. Uh I'm yeah, recording in my living room. Huh? I said workaholic over there. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit. A little bit. I got I'm working helping other people start podcasts. It's a beautiful thing. We're trying to make something really really cool happen. So, the main point of that is well, I out for podcasts coming up. I got one from my homie Sean. I got one from the homie John, and some some good Morehouse dudes in there, <laughs> all across all across the board. So, uh, this episode this episode is um, we don't have a title yet because I don't ever make the title till after till afterwards. So uh, we are actually going to be talking about uh, two albums and then a media topic, which is just something I'm throwing up there for discussion. Um, Two albums we're talking about are one from Bryson Tiller and one from the legend that is Gucci Mane, Drop Top Wop, and uh, Bryson Tiller's True to Self. So we are doing a tech-free episode. We are doing this because uh, I actually, the topic we were going to talk about, we're going to talk about next week because it actually has some interesting developments this week. It's it's uh it's gonna be fun to look forward to and it might actually put some dollars in your pocket, but this week we're actually gonna be kicking it, talking about R and B, hip hop, rap, nigga shit, all across the board. <laughs> <laughs> so we might as well get this get this cracking. So uh, it's the summertime. Ladies is looking good. Zerg yeah, already know the and. Mom- as we know, <laughs> women drive music. Period. So that leads us to to the. Uh, we'll, we'll start with the first one, which is the uh, R and B and soul titled artist Brian Tiller, Tell and his True to Self album, which is nineteen tracks, including. I, is there any skits on here? I don't remember any, but I know there's the intro and the outro. It's interludes, I think. Yeah, there's like interludes. Interludes, but not really skits. But it's, so it's a legit 19 track. There's some talking, though, yeah. in there, too. Yeah. So, uh, and that came out on the same day as Drop Top Wop. Um, Bryson, yeah. Tiller. <laughs> uh, Bryson Tiller is a uh, 23? Yeah. 23-year-old artist from Louisville, Kentucky. He's had some hits come around with Don't, and uh, I think he has something else thrown in there. I think it was Exchange, wasn't it? Yeah, it was Exchange a- and Don't. <laughs> and those were off his uh, Trap Soul album that came out in 2015. So he's been he's been trying to put in work across the board. Um, Is he trying to do a label called Trap Soul? Because I keep seeing some you know stuff on his... On his uh, cover art i think so i think he is mm-hmm. so we'll see but he's relatively he's new 
in famous terms, he's been singing for he's been singing since 2011. Hmm. Um, and so I'm just throwing stuff out here because I I personally did not know that much about him. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't track him till I didn't really start clocking him till like after Trap Soul came out and everybody was on on his nuts. Um, <laughs> so I'm, I'm interested to hear y'all thoughts because he's kind of like I wouldn't say polarizing, but like people either like oh he's cool, <laughs> oh I love him, or eh, who's this other nigga trying to sing? So I want to hear y'all thoughts. What did y'all think of him and what do y'all think of the album? Oh, wait, 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 before we get into this, I almost forgot our, our, our section that we do. What are we oh. drinking this week? Oh, yeah. Are y'all drinking anything? Actually, we're not drinking anything. <laughs> we're drinking oh. some, some Simply. We got some Simply over here. Oh, Simply. Okay. So I'm the alcoholic in the room. Um, so I'm sipping on this week Bird Dog Peach Flavored Whiskey. Uh, okay. This was uh, leftover from a uh, a date I went on to the uh, drive-in movie theater here in Atlanta. If anybody, yo, know, shout out to the drive-in movie theater. It's it's a great place. Oh, uh, you know, I'm, I had never been out there. Oh, I mean, to, uh, to the drive-through. Bro, it's it's a perfect place. You grab some drinks. You grab some food. Uh-huh. Right in there. Post up. You get two movies for like eighteen bucks. Cause you just or and technically, if you time it right, you could technically do like three movies. But you, who wants to sit in the one same place for four hours? Uh, you're a marathon. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, they show double features. So I saw I saw uh, slight, and we'll talk about that another time. It, we'll talk about that another time. And I uh, still haven't seen Wonder Woman. I was supposed to, but then we decided to leave. Long story. Anyway. Um, <laughs> So young, uh, young, young Taylor. What do you? What are y'all thoughts? And what are y'all thoughts on the uh, album? I'm, I'm gonna let Castro go. <laughs> go for it. <laughs> I mean, I thought I thought the album was pretty smooth. Um, uh, I, I I did like. Uh, I did have a few songs on there that I really liked. Overall, it was it was it was pretty it was pretty cool. But I think. He kind of had some of the similar sound of his first album. And I'm always a critic of, you know, I'm saying that your second or third or whatever album kind of being a little bit better or, or different, you know, than your previous. Mm-hmm. You know, I felt like I felt like the same tones were there. But overall, you know, what I'm saying the music, the lyrics were, were tight. It was definitely something for the ladies. So. So do you, do you feel like it was like just mediocre? Yeah, I would call it mediocre. I felt like I felt like <laughs> <laughs> I don't know the way y'all was talking about it. I felt like this thing was a little overhyped. <laughs> but it is it is it is good. I just thought it was a little overhyped. So you know, I, I may I I I'll probably give it a, about a five five and a half six out of ten. About a five and a half six. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um. I thought I thought it was a nice little ride, you know, like ride album. Um, you know, Tiller, he's just kind of like he's kind of stuck in this in this side nigga role, and I don't I don't understand exactly, <laughs> <laughs> but he just loves being the side nigga, and I, I don't I'm, I've never understood that, you know, but. 
hey, I see, you, yeah, I feel you, I see. Each his own. So, like, I feel like. I feel like his content is always about side nigga shit, and is I don't know. I'm, I I do feel like it was a ride album. I I, I agree with that. I, I feel like it was like you know a nice little smooth mm-hmm. smooth joint, but um, I do think he he probably could have came a little bit harder. Um, my favorite track I would say was the self made uh, track. Uh, my second favorite would probably be like "Don't Don't Get Too Hot." Um, other than that, like I can't really like tell you exactly what other tracks you know stood out to me like necessarily. I was um, I was pretty much like almost on first listen. Like I knew like all right which tracks I, yeah. I like. You know, I I can understand that. Um... So, about this album. Uh-huh, uh-huh, okay. Thank you. Let's go, <laughs> What you think? It affirmed for me uh-huh. some of the fears I had of Bryson Tiller. Okay. To me, what this sounded like was, first off, the album itself sounded like the same, like, two songs Mm-hmm. That was left off of More Life remixed 19 times. So <laughs> a lot of them like just kind of ran like the first half of the album kind of runs together. That's like if you just exactly lead that John on, it just exactly what you mean. And and so what it kind of affirmed for me is that he had two dope kind of hits. And then maybe here's the thing that kind of pissed me off with him is that when they asked him on The Breakfast Club, like, oh, do you even know where the sample on your big song comes from? Like, do you know the original song? He was like, well, I heard it when they, like, were doing the beat, and I heard it after I heard the beat. And I'm like, so you don't even know where the song comes from, bro? Like, ain't you supposed to be, like, a music guy? Like, not saying every artist has to know every other artist, but damn. But... Right. Getting into this album, I was just like, what he first off, he has some maturing to do. Like he he sings, but he kind of like half sing raps in the same exact cadence throughout the entire album. That's why it, this shit all runs together. And that half rap sing cadence to mm-hmm. me makes mm-hmm. him like the great value Drake. Like this nigga is <laughs> like. <laughs> Highest to low key, this nigga's like just kind of running through the same. Like he's playing. Like it's like maybe I, you own to something with the side nigga shit. Maybe he's maybe he's the side nigga to all the Drake's girls, and so like. But it's <laughs> like I'm just trying to I'm just trying to figure this out because I wanted to like it because I'm an R and B music fan, right? Like, right. I, and the fact that we're kind of in this weird space where R&B music doesn't necessarily exist. Like, they shuffle R&B music off to, like, adult contemporary now. What yeah. we would consider R&B music to adult contemporary. And, like, everything is this weird, like, trap and B <laughs> that, that is, like, August Alcina's wheelhouse. But this nigga's sick, so he can't make music. 
And then we had music went off the deep end and formed a rapper out of fucking nowhere. And like, what what singers do we have? Like, it's hard. Like, like when I think of like R and B going right now, I'm thinking like. Kehlani and BJ the Chicago Kid are the last like real like R and B albums I was listening to. Do you do you consider the weekend R and B like some of his stuff? <sighs> some of his stuff, yes. Especially earlier on, but he's really caught like a pop buzz in his stuff now. Yeah. It's 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 there. The the salt the R and B like foundation is there, but it's hard to and that's the other thing. It's like either trap and B or like EDM rhythm and EDM like <laughs> it's like split between those two because it's like Chris Brown stuff is is usually poppy as crap now or he's trying to like halfway rap and like the weekend stuff has got so influenced by pop especially since he worked like legit he worked with like Daft Punk on the last album so I can understand that mm-hmm. like and Daft Punk, don't get me wrong, I enjoy EDM, I enjoy pop, I enjoy all these other things, but just, can we get an R&B album? Like, how would that, like, would R. Kelly succeed right now? If he, I mean, I mean, ignoring the pain on, on Little Girls. <laughs> <laughs> ignoring that, could, like, music come out with another dope album and it not be put in the same category as, like, Kim? Like what about, when I think what about Trey songs. I'm I'm sorry to get up. <laughs> you you make a valid point. Trey songs. Trey songs. To, he's more R and B, but still yeah. every once in a while he tiptoes yeah. that trap and B line. Yeah. But that's because yeah. he's apparently the hoodest nigga alive, and just nobody talks about it. <laughs> <laughs> Trigger. That's why they call him Trigger. <laughs> exactly. And then he gets brought up in every uh, hip hop beef. <laughs> oh man, that's funny. <laughs> <laughs> but were you were you saying something, Castro? Besides, what about uh, Trey? Oh no, that was Devon. Devon was about to say something. Oh, Devon. Uh, no, nah, I'm sorry. You had mentioned music, and I was going to uh, mention that or ask you that. Did Did you know that music had made like some rap songs? Oh yeah, when like, he was yeah, not like I don't know. No, I don't think it's recently. It, it was like. Uh, Man, I, I can't even remember exactly when. When he started going there and named The Hustle. Yeah, exactly. Oh, uh, yeah. And that's how I knew that he had lost his mind. Like, he, he just wanted to check. Like, <laughs> I really think maybe he was trying to get out of his label deal or something, and he just wanted to, to get a check. Because, like, it, it's so funny that, like, these artists who are talented got to do the most. The most. Like, because mm. even, like... uh. Who was that? Was that Brian McKnight that like this was some years ago when he went off the deep end and was singing like X-rated shit on on YouTube? <laughs> Y'all don't remember this on like Twitter where he was talking about let me make your pussy squirt. Y'all don't remember this? I'm not the only person that remembers this. I do remember that. <laughs> and was that Brian McKnight or was that Tank? Because Tank that was Brian McKnight. That was Brian McKnight. Was Brian McKnight. Exactly. Like I mean, you got adult age kids that gotta explain that shit. Like <laughs> <laughs> speaking of ta- speaking of tank, did y'all Sorry, see that video this week? Shit. Did y'all see that video this week where he was performing at like I think Gay Pride in Miami or Black Gay Pride somewhere somewhere I think in Florida. 
Because yeah. Atlanta Black Gay Pride is like Labor Day weekend. Yeah. I, I know because I I live here for so damn long. Um, and that's the weekend that you just don't go to Lenox Mall if you're if you're straight. That, yeah, that's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but well, like, yeah, well, apparently he had his shirt off and everything. Oh, I've seen the video. It, it's an out-of-pocket video because he's performing with his shirt off and everything and doing like his normal his normal routine. Uh-huh. Now, granted, and normally he's he's singing toward women that are interested in him. Uh-huh. It's similar audience. It's men that are interested in him. The part that goes out-of-pocket mm-hmm. is somebody at the end of the video somehow... Okay, so the video is taken from a vantage point where it's just the tops of people's heads uh-huh. and tank. And then all of a sudden, toward the end of the video, somebody's foot is all the way up in the air. <laughs> and I'm like, it, uh-huh. it's only one foot, and it's not like a nigga crowd surfing. It's a nigga has somehow accomplished a full-ass split where a foot is by a head, and he is just oh my God. giving his all to tank. Bruh, I'm telling you, the video is out of pocket. <laughs> <laughs> Like, when I watched the video, I was, like, watching the video. I was, like, what's so wrong with it? Like, it was to the point where I was, like, oh, it's just a tank performance. Like, okay, so he's performing for dudes. It's not like he brought a dude on stage and, like, was grinding with him or nothing like he would do a woman. No, that wasn't the out-of-pocket part of the video. The <laughs> out-of-pocket is just, like, in the last 30 seconds of the video, there's this foot. And, and it's, like, a light blue pair of vans. <laughs> and you're just sitting there, like, oh, what? <laughs> oh, I, I think I saw that in like a. I saw a picture of it in <laughs> the tank with his shirt off and the dude with with his leg up. I didn't even hear about it. It's this. like from stage angle, so it's like you you see the dude kind of like, man, I'm I'm gonna see if I can pull this up. Pull that up, cause Castro like it's the most like. It's the awkward moment because it's like, oh, there's nothing wrong with this. The most awkward moment ever. <laughs> it's like nothing's wrong with it. And then all of a sudden you're like, how was a foot up there? Like, <laughs> this shit ain't make no sense. But so you look that up. But at the same time, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. The state of R&B is real shifty. Like Mary J dropped the album a couple weeks ago and I didn't hear much about it. I didn't listen to it, but I'm also admittedly, and this is my like state. This is my controversial statement today. I'm not the biggest Mary J fan, and people look at me crazy. Like, so what do you think she? She do you think she can't sing? It's not that she can't sing. I think she's. Oh God, I'm gonna get shot for this, but I would call like she took a, a little bit too rough for you. There's a section of music that I like to call thought music where it's, it's this man hating. I'm angry at the world breakup music. And she's, she, she dug deep and she's created her point for it. (laughs) And so I nicknamed her. I I didn't, did I ever say this publicly? I nicknamed her the OT, the original thought, but I don't think so. Cause I'm, I'm just scared. Cause I mean, she 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 a OG for real, so I might get assassinated in these streets, and I, I I don't make enough money to get assassinated yet. Like I feel like I haven't had that much impact. So, so that's why I'm just kind of like I'm not the biggest fan, but I support that 
an R&B singer is putting music out, and she has gone through a lot. Yeah, she's been through a whole lot. whole lot. And even, like, with the divorce that she's currently going through, her husband wants an insane amount of spousal support. <laughs> That's just, like, compounding the fucked upness that she's been through. You found That's- a video? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, and you saw the out-of-pocket foot? <laughs> no, I, I didn't play it yet. <laughs> Go ahead and play it. <laughs> but, so, okay. So, that's like my current state. If if this is what we have to deal with in the current state of R&B, it's just, I'm not happy that it's Bryson Tiller or, what was the other dude that had a song like the same time out as Exchange? Tory Lanez. Boom. Oh, right, right, right. So you don't like Tory Lanez? I like Tory Lanez the same kind of way I like Bryson Tiller. Like where if all y'all Negroes did a concert together, I wouldn't be able to tell y'all apart. Like Bryson Tiller could have dat me up on the subway like last week and I wouldn't have known who he is. Tory Lanez <laughs> the same way. I, I understand. Get to it. And y'all are all running into the space that is voided by August Alcina. <laughs> I'm not Tory Lanez though. I I, I think I, I I like I like him. I like him a little more than Bryson. Yeah, yeah. I would say a little more Personally, than Bryson. I think myself. he has more range too in, in creativity. Okay, where would y'all put like Ty Dollar Sign? Oh man, he's above both of those. Yeah, for sure. To me, yeah, for sure. I think he is too, and um, I I think women rock with Ty Dollar Sign a little bit more. And I think it's a light eyes thing, and I think that I'm just still mad that I didn't get my dad's eyes. Because <laughs> my dad's eyes legit changed color. Like, I'm like, if I would have had my dad's eyes, I would I would have been a whore. I wouldn't have concentrated in school. Like, I would have been, <laughs> I would have been, I would have been sitting on, on a strip in Morehouse hypnotizing girls. Like, <laughs> it would have been bad. I'd have three kids by now. I'd probably be working as, like, a trash man. Like, it'd be really bad. Not to hate on trash men, because trash men actually make semi-decent money. But, so, I, I agree. Um, so, that's that's my thing on the current state of R&B. What about, where would y'all put, like, Kehlani and, uh, what's the no singing girl? Um, the girl who whispers all the time. Janae, how you go? Uh. <laughs> Like he said, the whisperer. <laughs> she do. She whispers the hell out of songs, but she can whisper that song to me like nightly. I'm good with that. <laughs> she whispered the hell out of them songs. <laughs> Plus, she 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 like rocks with Gambino, so that's y'all know I always. <laughs> yeah, nah, I like Janae. She's she's cool. She she makes good music. She's a, she's a she's a good feature too. Yeah. I, w- I don't know why a lot of women don't like Janae, though. I've noticed that. And maybe it's just maybe it's just the women I hang out with. <laughs> but I noticed, like, a lot of backlash. Like, oh, why do y'all even like her? Because she don't really sing for real. She don't dance. Da, 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 da. Some of the same arguments I hear about Rihanna. But women have gotten over that. <laughs> <laughs> you got it. You can't hit on Riri, though. Yeah, this there's, there's no way. She's it's like, she's dope. I mean. She gonna yeah. she gonna get it, she gonna get it in. Um, shout out to uh, Thick Rihanna, which is what the Rihanna version we have right now. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's but, true. All right, so um, 
I don't even know how to transition that. So we just gonna take two steps to the right. Two steps to the right and and Gooch. talk about talk about Gooch. <laughs> the the legend that is Gucci man. I had the uh I had the pleasure of seeing him at Coachella this this summer. I mean not summer, this past April. Okay. Uh, okay. his set was amazing. <laughs> he was the only set I think that we went to that didn't like go overtime. Um Actually, may no, they may have cut him off. They may have cut him off, but he killed it for y'all. If y'all are listening to this podcast and don't know Gucci, then I don't, I can't help you. Type Gucci Man into a computer and listen to one of the fifty-four thousand songs he has out because this man works. <laughs> <laughs> Gucci Man does. Work. Gucci drop a, a a mixtape, at least a mixtape every two months. <laughs> <laughs> And even like I heard like the studio before he went to jail this last time, which I think this time like set him straight yeah. like completely before that. He um the, the label used to keep him in the studio just to keep him out of trouble because they were like, all right, well, you get in trouble every time you go out. So we just going to keep you in the studio, which has turned his work ethic into something crazy. Um, So drop top wop. Came out same day as uh same day as Mr. Tiller. Hashtag drop top wop, actually. And <laughs> East Atlanta Santa has, has come to bless a, bless the summer again. So what y'all think of uh Drop Top Wop? Yo, so all all I wanna say, like, first and foremost, uh is uh if you're Metro don't trust you, I'ma shoot you. <laughs> 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 the most the, the 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 drop of a lifetime. That man, he is out there. He's out here hustling. That's real. And he he man, he can. I'm I'm not saying I'm not saying that he saved like uh, Gucci or anything, but he can save some some tracks. Oh like, yeah. <laughs> I, I, his production is crazy, man. I'm I'm glad a lot of people are just like. Sticking with like straight metro, like you know, mm-hmm. uh, tapes and whatnot. So, fun <laughs> fact about uh, the the album: it has mm-hmm. ten tracks. They said it would have had more because he actually recorded it over two days. Oh snap! Mm-hmm. Drop top wild was done in two days, and apparently it would have been longer, but Metro fell asleep. <laughs> Literally, that's what that's what it, I was reading this in an interview. It was like, yo, if Metro didn't fall asleep, there would have probably been like 14. <laughs> <laughs> Which is like, okay, so you're not like superhuman. You can't stay awake 48 hours straight. How many, how many were, was on uh, What a Time to Be Alive? How many tracks did that have? That, that had was uh, about, what, 16 or so? Yeah. <laughs> I think so, so, so Drake and Future caught him on a good day. <laughs> that was the time to be alive. So that was the time. To be alive. <laughs> Metro is run on a on a on a street. He is on a street, yo. I don't know anybody who doesn't want to work with Metro. You mean came with Kanye's joint. <laughs> I'm telling you, like he's he's killing it right now. I am mad at him. Another shameless plug. He's he actually dropped out of Morehouse. Um, because oh, I did. Yeah, he ain't finished. Like, he got, I think Karate Chop was the first one he did that he, not Karate Chop. Was it Karate Chop? 
one of them, and it hit, and he was like, oh, so I ain't got to study no more? Bet. I'm going to just sit in the studio and make dope. Like, <laughs> But he's, he's, he's definitely uh, definitely killing it right now. I, I enjoyed it. What was y'all... What was y'all like favorite tracks on it? On uh, Gucci's, yeah. You know, I can't tell you. I can't necessarily tell you like a favorite track on Gucci's either. Or I mean, uh, I, I gave you some uh, favorite tracks on Tillers, but on uh, Gucci's, like I just like the whole thing. To be honest with you, I like it. I, I liked it just overall. Like I don't expect too mu- too much. Like. Like I don't over expect any anything from Gucci. I guess you can say, mm-hmm. like as far as like his lyrics and stuff like that. Even though Gucci got, I feel like Gucci got flow. Gucci got lyrics. He definitely got um, flow lyrics. Yeah. Um, he's got he's gotten a lot better from what he used to be too. To me, like honestly, you can I, I think you can see the progression in like the. The not just the um, types of things that that he talks about, but like the amount of things that he talks about. Yep. But I mean, for real, for real, Gucci used to talk about some shit back in the day too. Like he just keeps expanding. You know, I, 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 you know, all I see is progression from Gucci. So like, Gucci, I, I, I accept Gucci for what he is, and I just, you know what I'm saying. I love Gucci. Like, <laughs> <laughs> what's not like? What's not to like? Like, I, I feel like he doesn't get caught up like another a lot of other rappers do, which is with just staying with one thing that they do, and that's all they talk about. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at you, Ti. I can see you from over there. So, <laughs> no, but he he his stuff progresses, and Jay did a good job with this. Uh, Drake has kind of done a good job with it, with their music progressing with yeah. them. And well, Gucci, yeah. he talks about the shit that he's been in. I mean, and when he put out this much music, like, you got to kind of talk about what happened at 7 o'clock yesterday because your last album came at 6 o'clock. Like, <laughs> 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 like, <laughs> like <laughs> he's got to, he, he puts out so much that he he's like the king of like the shotgun theory like i'm gonna shoot in that general direction and something gonna hit something something gonna hit something (laughs) (laughs) so my joints off this a a lot of people are are like going to like met gala which is the john with offset from Mm -hmm. amigos um Mm -hmm. who's probably eventually gonna lead the amigos um (laughs) uh heard a nigga feeling uh and uh bucket list Bucket List is apparently like a standout, like because I think he did a video for it. Yeah. Um, what's the first? What's the name of the first track? Five million. I I, I kind of like the. I, I liked it too. True. Man, it was Metro. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I like I like how he was spitting on there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like anytime he has like, there's a track, "Both Eyes Closed," that has two trains, Young Dolph and ASAP Rocky. Yeah, that's joint. I, I'm happy. I like to see people collab. Like the fact that he does. It's not like all features. He uh-huh. just has like a couple in here. He has Ross. He has Offset, Two Chains, Young Dolph, and Ace Rock, ASAP Rocky on one song. And uh, so I, I'm I'm happy with that. Yeah, I'm, I'm quite <laughs> happy with that myself. 
That's a good variety too. Yeah. Oh yeah. It, and it's not like the only good songs are the ones with other people on them. Like the ones we talked about, it's just Gucci. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Yeah, that's true. That is true. Yeah, man. So, like, I'm I'm happy with it. Gucci, man, he's still, man, he's a legend, bro. Like, he, he's just, he's Gucci. Exactly. <laughs> he's just Gucci, man. That's all you can say. That's all you can really say. Um, but if you I'm don't like, understand, you're not going to understand. Real talk. Like, but I feel what y'all were both saying. These are good. Both of these albums really are, like, good background like just Fillers. rocking music, Feelers. Feelers, yeah. Because you can still play, you can still play K Dot. Uh, I'm sorry, I know we talked about that some weeks ago, but you can still play K Dot, like you know what I'm saying the the popular tracks. Yeah. And with these in between, like it's a playlist like, that'll come yeah. together pretty well. You can ride with, rock you know, with it. Yeah, you can rock, you can rock with it. And there's big drop. There's a lot more to add add to it, you know. Exactly, and like. I, I use Bryson Tiller partially for the podcast. I want to once again. I went to went on a date last night. Um, so did I you use it then? Did you use it then? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I put it on in the background. It was the perfect thing. Throw it on in the car, <laughs> and we was riding around to it. Like it provided good background music. Um, she from Atlanta, so I could, probably could have dropped put on drop top wop too, <laughs> but um, but just just no. Knowing for a fact that, like, they're good feelings, like y'all said. And we got the summer, so there's going to be a lot of vibes around kicking it. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, there's, there's going to be a lot of island vibes, too, this summer. Yep. It's already kind of starting to, to spread. You know, uh, Tiller got that one, um, what's the name of that track? Um, goodness. It's after self-made, matter of fact. Right after? Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, run me dry. Yeah, yeah. Run me dry. Yeah. Well, and you know one thing, and this is something I went on a rant about. And when I go on rants, I went on a rant in my car to myself. Um, <laughs> we've got to start to acknowledge, so we don't get called out for cultural appropriation. Mm-hmm. We got to start to acknowledge that we have to recognize the difference between. Island Caribbean reggae and and all and dance hall and everything and uh-huh. Afrobeat because the main thing that set me off this week because I'm really excited about Afrobeat stuff like Wizkid and the African artists from Nigeria and Ghana and South Africa and anywhere else that I'm missing I'm excited about them getting shine I think that's super dope but we got to make sure that we don't try to confuse it with like Caribbean music. Because yeah, the uh, the joint I said for our, our, our uh, I don't know, y'all weren't on that episode. It was me and Shika. It was, um, we were talking about summer anthems. Mm-hmm. The Unbreakable joint by, uh, what's that Is nigga she- I don't like? French. Uh, uh, you talking about Unforgettable. Unforgettable. There you go. Unforgettable. That's yeah. an Afro beat. B. But... People are starting to think it's Caribbean. And the greatest example of it is they put out a version this week that instead of French and Sway Lee, it's they take off French and put in uh, the other dude from Ray Shrumman. Uh, Slim Yeah, Slim Jimmy. And he's doing like this fake Jamaican accent. And I'm like, but 
this is an African beat. Like, stop it. Like, I want to <laughs> hit you. But, mm-hmm. Like, I want to hit you, but you got way too much energy because I seen y'all niggas perform. It's insane. So, <laughs> like... French, uh, Morocco, originally? Yeah, huh? Is it French originally from Morocco? Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. You're right. You're 100% right. So, that's like, I want those African artists like WizKid and to get their shine. And Drake went over there, stole some African beats. And definitely came back. Like, anywhere this nigga goes on vacation, like, if you put out, like, a Riverdance album, I'm going to be fucking dying. But he, I want these artists to get the shine. I think it's dope that they are getting the shine. And we just have to acknowledge that we don't want to fuck that up by confusing it with yeah. whatever. Yeah. I feel you. Oh, crap. Um, so, let me ask y'all, what y'all riding to this week? What what have been y'all songs that have been in y'all playlist for this week? Okay, so for this week, I've been listening to a lot of. I've been playing back uh, a lot of Tiller. I played back the last album from Tiller, um, just to kind of compare it with uh, with this one that he has. Um, I've been listening to some um, some techno, some some EDM, some. Um, you know what? You know what's funny? I played Latch the other day. Uh, by Disclosure. Yeah. I just mm-hmm. I, I just felt like hearing it. Like, <laughs> I, like yeah, it's a good song. Yeah. Um, There's a version of that with a uh, schoolboy on it. Oh yeah, I heard that. Yeah. Actually, I have that one. <laughs> <laughs> um, what else have I listened to this week? I listen to so much different music, man. Yeah, <laughs> this is not just. I, I always say this is not just a hip hop podcast. If you <laughs> listen to it, talk about it. Because I actually, when a, uh, I was on a flight to Nashville, and was sitting next to this girl who was a singer songwriter. I'm I'm talking to give you time to think. Um, <laughs> there, I was sitting next to this girl who was a singer songwriter, mm-hmm. and singer. Okay, let me clear that up. Singer songwriter nanny. So <laughs> she she was hella dope like and she was coming back from alabama she had gone to a wedding she was super cool we talked the entire flight now it's a 40 minute flight so let's not get out of control that we had this imagine amazing magical deep conversation or some shit no. <laughs> <laughs> me and her we talked for 40 minutes in between uh-huh. flights she and and she was mad cool she's she's a soul country singer so kind of like the older country music that you may run into mm. I was like, yo, we should link up. Maybe when you drop your EP in September, we can talk. Come mm-hmm. on the podcast. Because I want to hear from everything. So any song you listen to, I don't care from what to what. Like if you, hey, bro, if you want to pop out Pavarotti one day, go for it. <laughs> I listened to Despacito for the first time. <laughs> oh, I forgot about that. Um. I listened to, I was in the gym the other day and I, w- I heard this like really good play- playlist that, that was playing on Google Music or Google Play. I don't know what station it was. I think it was on, I think it was on a Friday. I think that's why it was jamming. But uh, it was like a little beast mode playlist. Oh yeah, it had like, like a little workout. Yeah, it had like playlist. party up on that joint. It had a, a, it had some, it had some old J on there. <laughs> uh, oh my god! 
we gotta talk about we gotta do a whole show one time talking about some of the playlists we find on like Spotify and um Google Play and Apple Music because like once again, like you said, in the gym, I they had an Apple Music playlist that was curated by um Kevin Hart. And it was it was a it was a gym time like hip hop like just a gym playlist that was that was curated by Kevin Hart, and it made sense. It, it was dope for me because he's from Philly, like yeah. So he's had he had some old Philly joints on there. He had some Jay on there. He had some like rock in like eighties pop songs. It was it was like great for working out too. Yeah, <laughs> we gotta do that. We gotta do a whole show on that because I've had many conversations with people like, yo, you should check this playlist. It's really dope on. Spotify or on uh on Apple Music. Yeah. Speaking of which, I actually did a playlist and wait, did Castro did you give yours what oh, you were listening to? For this week? Yeah. Uh, uh mine was a mine was a majority more like hip hop and R and B. I was listening to went back to some old Kanye. Um I listened to the to to the K Dot joint a few times, the damn album. <laughs> that was definitely a rotation. But you know, I'm also a big J Cole fan, so I kind of went back to like some of the the warm ups, some of the uh, Friday Night Light Light stuff. If any if any of y'all are into Cole, yeah. those are the classics, some of the originals. Well, I'll tell y'all what I was riding to this week, and it caught me off guard. Um, hold on, I'm looking for the name because I, I want to. I don't. It, it, the artist is actually a dude named uh, Black Bear. Now, the reason why it's funny is because he's a white guy, <laughs> <laughs> and I call this the like speaking of thought music again. <laughs> the song is called Do Do Re Mi. Do Re Mi. Do Re Mi. Do Re Mi. And the chorus of it, he goes Do Re Mi. So, uh, I want to say this right because it's actually I, I appreciate clever shit. So, wait, I can get to the lyrics through Apple Music. I can do that. Uh, he's a singer. He's a singer. He looks kind of like, like track, like like he looks like a like a low key white like August Alcina Tiger looking nigga. But literally the the chorus. Is do re mi fa so fucking done with you? <laughs> and he, he does. He says that a couple times. But do re mi so fa so fucking done with you, girl. And it's a breakup song. I'm nowhere near a breakup because I'm not in a relationship. But um, he's like Machine Gun Kelly. Yeah, <laughs> he dresses like him. You know. Yeah. So he look like they, he look like G Easy right there. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> apparently him and Jeezy are cool too <laughs> so that's like I, that's been my song to ride to for the week um dog he's giving the light skinned nigga eyes like what <laughs> <laughs> why you do that in all your pictures bro like chill what are you doing that and um oh my forever my forever riding song right now is this first day out T Grizzly okay it's like it's like the it's like a new intro from like Meek, so because it kind of like it's all it's no chorus it's all bars, and it's about his his struggle coming out of uh he he just beat two court cases, um, so yeah. that it's it's hype, 
Like you, you instantly you put that on. You put that on in the gym. You going you going to lift five hundred pounds. <laughs> Just <laughs> offer it. Uh, but speaking of playlists too, so shameless self promotion and plug. I'm PJ Alex nineteen eleven on Instagram, and I just completed my May month challenge. Hey. May music, uh, May uh, music month, May. What did I? Um, <laughs> I forget what the fuck. Damn, I called it. It was such a great title to it too. So May music <laughs> month, um, and so what I did with it, it was thirty days of each day you put up a different song. Um, everybody's seen the Instagram challenges before, you know, you put up a different picture. Well, this yeah. one I actually stuck with yeah. and I did a different song every day for 31 days. I think I saw some of the, some, uh, songs you posted. Yeah. So it, it goes all over the place because it has like different topics, like song with a color in the title, song with a person's name in the title, song that makes you sad, song that makes you think of your mom. Um, so it has like a good mix. Uh-huh. So what I did was I did the Virtual Dopeness Podcast Presents, the May Music Month Challenge, and I made a playlist on Apple Music. Um, so it's 30 songs. A couple of the songs I had to do variations on because they weren't available on Apple Music um, due to copyright or just like small time stuff. Like not small time, but like my homegirl did a song that I love. And so I put that on there. Um, and it wasn't necessarily on Apple Music, but it's all there now. Anybody can go check it out. The link is actually in the bio for my uh, Instagram account uh, at PJ Alex A L E X nineteen eleven. Check that out. Let me know if you like it. Uh, so that can kind of move us on. I think. Any other last closing thoughts on uh, Gooch or on uh, Young Teller? Mm-hmm. AKA Great Value Drake. Uh oh, I did want to say that I just want to hear another um body of work from Tiller. Um I wanna I wanna hear a little bit more how like how much more versatile he can be a little he, you know. That was my closing. I'm sorry, I had to add on my closing thoughts, but yeah. <laughs> I was just yeah, I, I just wanted to throw that out there. <laughs> All right. Uh Castro, anything? <laughs> Uh, no, I'm good. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So we'll, we'll push on to our media topic. Um, this is just a quick hitter. Make you think what are your, uh, and I want to talk about favorite TV shows that either got, they got canceled Mm -hmm. or movies that you think need a sequel that didn't really have one. So I'll put this out there. Um, if you, I get since I just gave y'all the topic of the movie, let me start off. Um, and a couple shows that got canceled way too early. I, f- I feel one was uh, Revolution, which was a sci-fi. A lot of mine are sci-fi, just to be honest, because a lot of people don't latch on the sci-fi shows, so mm-hmm. they tend to get canceled pretty quickly. So Revolution, which was this whole story about. Uh, the government was doing some shit and accidentally cut out the electricity to the world. And so like all these groups have kind of like taken over, like the United States split up into like um, the United States now consists of like Philly to like Virginia (laughs) and then like Georgia and Alabama and Florida is own territory, Texas and the Midwest is his own territory so I thought it was really interesting. It had one of my favorite actors of all times. It does not get 
play, which is um, which doesn't he he gets play because he's always working, but he doesn't get the accolades that he deserves. And that's uh, Giancarlo Esposito. Mm-hmm. Like he was um, for y'all that don't know his real name, but that was like um, Gus Fring off of um, uh, Breaking Bad, and uh, he narrates Dear White People, and he was on Sesame Street for a minute. He's Big Brother Almighty. In school days, he was he got his start, I believe, with uh, Spike because he was also in Do the Right Thing. Um, he's forever working stage, TV, movies, and I just don't believe he gets all the recognition. He's in something else too right now. Like he's in like three shows right now. The man works. Um, and he did a hell of a job in Breaking Bad. Hell yeah. One of the most memorable villains of all time, I would say. TV history. Definitely. Um, so, Revolution, uh, Almost Human, which was the genre where Michael Ely was a robot. Yeah. He was a robot cop. That was pretty good. That I was watching that. They said that show got canceled because the budget was too big. I was like, that's bullshit because the show was really good. The, the show was really good. And then the last one I would say is Drive, but I, that only made it six episodes. Um, and I think it was like I was the only one watching it because it was like this race across the country. If you've y'all ever seen the movie Rat Race, where they it's like a million dollars, yeah, and like if you make it to the end, whoever makes wins the race gets like a million dollars. But the key part of the made drive different is they did screwed up things to the people in the race to make them race. So. <laughs> Like one dude, they kidnapped his daughter. One dude, they broke out of prison, but then kidnapped. They said we break, we broke you out of prison. If you win the race, you can stay out of prison. I think I, I think I seen that. It Mm. lasted six episodes, and that was (laughs) because there was like thirty different storylines that they were trying to do all at once. So I understand why I got canceled, but I got really into it. So what about you? Um. I'm going to go ahead and say Martin, of course. <laughs> Martin Martin's definitely up there. But that, did that get canceled? Because, I mean, it got an ending. Uh, it, it, it just kind of ended, I guess you can say. Yeah, it, it just ended. It just ended. But uh, I'm definitely sad that it didn't continue. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sad uh, Boy Meets World didn't continue. <laughs> <laughs> That's real. That used to they be went to college, though. Yeah, they did. They, they went for a long time. Did y'all know they actually tried to come out with another one? Like, it yeah. was a it Girl was Meets a, World. Girl Meets World. Yeah. And it was uh, supposed to be different, like, you know, from uh, Boy Meets World, like, as far as writers and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did, any, did, did y'all watch that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I watched. It was very, they Disney, they Disney the hell out of it. Because you know how, like, Disney shows are now? Uh-huh. It's kind of like. Almost like live action cartoons, almost. Mm-hmm. Well, they Disney the hell out of it because it took place as Corey and Topanga's daughter was the main uh, character uh, in it. Right. So mm-hmm. they did a lot of nostalgic stuff, like they brought back old characters and like had them guest star in a couple of episodes. So I watched a couple of those, but I wasn't like deeply checking for it. Like if it was on, I would watch it. Yeah. And now the daughter, the daughter, the girl who's playing their daughter is now on. Um, the Goldbergs, um, and I'm—I I only—I probably wanted like 18 black people to watch the Goldbergs, 
And I watch it because <laughs> it takes place in suburban Philadelphia. So they make a lot of references to like where I grew up. Is that so funny? I find it hilarious. Like it's it's just quirky enough where it's still but it's still believable. And like I posted a section of it on Instagram because there was a dude the, the father on the show went on a rant about being an Eagles fan that just touched my entire soul. So <laughs> <laughs> So like it's I, I find it funny, but I also I'm very in TV. I'm very sitcom campy type person. Like mm-hmm. I watch dumb shit. I, I'm not gonna lie to you. TV is my de stress. I watch dumb shit. <laughs> <laughs> so the Goldbergs, the middle, uh, are my are like my my shit. And of course, Blackish, but Blackish is phenomenal. Like Blackish is phenomenal. Uh, Carmichael shows phenomenal, mm-hmm. um, which just came back. Um, uh, there's another. What's the other? There's a. There's, I'm looking forward to the to Marlon. Um, Marlon Wayans has a sitcom coming out, and it's kind of like, it's like it's a family show, which is different for him, but it's kind of like in the same vein as Blackish. But Marlon Wayans is not playing the type of father. That Anthony Anderson is. <laughs> Marlon Wayans is playing himself and with his family, where it's it's sculpted around his family, like where he doesn't live with his family, it and his wife has the kids. So it's gonna be some shit. <laughs> <laughs> you know what channel? You know what network that's on? Uh, ABC or NBC? NBC. NBC. Fuck. I can find out. You give nah. You give your cash You give your uh your shows, and I'll and I'll look it up. My shows, so we were kind of talking about this earlier. Um, ha- have you ever seen um, How to Make It in America? Yes. It came on HBO. Man, I almost died when I... When I yeah, that out. was only two seasons, and that definitely should have went on for more. Yep. That was definitely, at the time, and, and still right now, is one of my favorite shows. Yeah, because that, I mean, that, that hits hard, definitely hits hard with me, you know, with, with the whole... Uh, Trying to start my brain and whatnot. Oh yeah, and that started the downfall of Kid Cudi. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I got canceled. <laughs> it's that on is, NBC. Wow, that is true. <laughs> man, Cudi's coming. Hey, Cudi's he's back, man. Yeah, man. He's doing well. Cudi is doing real well. Uh, doing- did you have any more? Um, well, I mean, one of my one of my all time favorites is also the Fresh Prince, so I, I'll say that. Even though it's kind of in the same realm as Martin, it didn't really get canceled. You know, Will Smith just decided to do his own thing. Hey, um, I hundred percent feel you. That's that's probably my favorite show of all time. I'm not gonna lie. Is it for real? Yeah, like I know I actually helped two girls win a Fresh Prince trivia contest in Nashville, just off the rip of knowing that show. <laughs> See, I would be the same way. Like, I could definitely do some type of trip here. Yeah, man, it's the type of sh- like it's the one of the few shows I can watch and re laugh at the same jokes like three hundred times. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, and you can watch it at any time. Exactly. <laughs> um, uh huh. Yeah, those are like those are those are pretty much like my main two. I I don't watch too much television, or, or I only watch certain shows. So. I'll yeah. go ahead and throw out there the Wayans Brothers show. 
Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I was mad because that actually did get like canceled. Like, yeah. I remember I'll never forget watching a scary movie one where he's whooping the dude's ass at the end. He's like, our show got canceled. We even get a final episode. And he's stabbing the dude. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that was my shit too. So like. Uh, all right, any movies that y'all thought needed a sequel that didn't get them? Oh wow, mm. this is this is gonna be weird. And <clears throat> I mean, I am glad that it didn't have a sequel, but I would have liked to see a sequel to The Wood. <laughs> that would have been dope. Oh, that would have been, been tight. <laughs> that would have been hella dope. Like, kind of like they did a what's the one that uh, The Best Man. Yeah, they yeah. could have they could do something like that where it's updated <laughs> years later. The wood yeah. would have been dope if it had a sequel. Yeah. Damn, <laughs> I've watched that movie over numerous times too. Yeah, that was just that was a great movie. Uh, let's see. I the movie that got a sequel that I think they fucked the sequel up was Jeepers Creepers. Oh man, <laughs> I liked the first one a lot, and I was like, "Yo, this is gonna be dope if they have a sequel." And then, then the sequel came, and yeah. it was terrible. And the the yeah. next four are terrible. Like, yeah. um, all right, well, like uh, I said, huh? Oh no, no, no! I was trying to think. I was trying to think of another one. Mm-hmm. Something out there. I'm sure we'll come up with some other shit at some point. <laughs> <laughs> But um, all right, so I think I think that'll wrap it up. This is our our media only episode, so music and, and TV and movies. Uh, next week we're gonna be back with a with a heavy tech topic that we all we did some research on it. Like I said, there were some new developments right before the show, right before we started taping, mm-hmm. and it it uh so we're gonna push that back just a, a smidge, just a smidge. So we appreciate y'all, and I appreciate y'all coming. Thank you guys. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you. Alright, so we will uh, I holler at y'all on the outro. Peace. Peace. Deuces, niggas. <laughs> Get off my phone. <laughs> Alright, so we broke for a second. We thought we was done with the episode, but quick quick everybody in the room, what's your prediction on the final? So I'm saying Warriors in seven. I'm going Cavs in seven. You know what? I, I actually was saying the Warriors in seven too. I think the Warriors are gonna pull it out. Oh, and, and would the, uh, the the young lady like to chime in? The way they looking at right now. Whatever y'all say, I'm gonna go with it. <laughs> <laughs> the I way they're looking right now, they're looking good at home. They're looking real good at home. Yeah, you man. know, Cavs are come back on. Try to do something. Extra. Oh, and for the record, who's everybody's team? Mm-hmm. Like for legit team. My legit team is the Washington Wizards. Okay. Cash up. Mine is the mine are the, my, the New York Knicks. Oh, you got a long road ahead of you like me. Yeah, we got a little ways to go. <laughs> I am a Philadelphia 76ers fan, true and true. We've been through some bad times, but I think we're right around the corner. We all enjoy a drought, too. <laughs> <laughs> I actually heard a, two interesting theories this week, which was one was that – LeBron is going to try to pull Ben Simmons away from the Sixers because apparently they're like mad cool and like work out together and shit. Mm-hmm. And then that- the other theory was Brown was going to leave Cleveland and come to Philly. If that happens, I'd move back home. <laughs> <laughs> I would move back to Philly for that 
because the party is going to be insane. I don't think that's going to happen. I don't know. I don't know. I don't think so either. That's a little rough. <laughs> but, all right, that was that's it. Like, that's like Kevin Durant going back to D.C. You know, I mean, that's the trend, though. Everybody going home eventually. Yeah. You saw uh, Wade went to the Bulls. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Marshawn Lynch is a different sport. Marshawn Lynch is playing for Oakland this year. I can't wait to see that. I can't wait to see that. I can't wait to see him. Like, that is, like, the storybook of all time. Like, this man retired, and then the last season that they're going to play in Oakland, he came out of retirement to play for him. Marshawn's that dude, though. Like, I, I always will, will bang with Marshawn Lynch. <laughs> but, all right, those are our predictions for the finals. See y'all on the outro. Appreciate it, y'all. Deuces. <laughs> Boom, bow, surprise, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> that is our episode this week. We really appreciate y'all listening. Uh, it was all entertainment and music episode. Uh, we are coming back with a very tech-heavy episode next week. Um, it's not going to be heavy, but it's going to be something that's very interesting. We wanted to get deep in the topic, deep in it. And research and give you all something really special because it could actually turn around and make you some money, put some money in your pocket. Um, so we got that coming next week. Um, I appreciate you guys listening. I really do. All the way from the bottom of my heart again. I, I appreciate it. Tell a friend to tell a friend. And if you need to give them some direction, it's at virtualdopeness.com, virtualdopeness on Twitter, virtualdopeness on Instagram, uh, PJ Alex. 1911 on Instagram is me. PJ Alex is me on Twitter. Um, and uh, am I forgetting anything? Virtual Dopeness on Apple and Stitcher. So if you guys want to drop us a line, it's virtualdopeness at gmail.com. And that's all of our connections. And show notes will be up on virtualdopeness.com with the episode, with all the stuff we talked about today, videos and audio and anything else fun that we find. I really appreciate it, and I will talk to you guys soon. As always, be virtual and live dope.